When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! What, we don't want to give uh, A.J. Pollock any love for hitting a pair of home runs, having three hits, driving in a whole bunch? We're just going to only Chris Taylor? I mean, Chris Taylor was great, but uh, that was pretty fun. I don't know about you, but I enjoyed that. How about Pollock? That was kind of fun. How about Pollock? The night that he hits two, he's probably like, really, Chris? Really, Chris? Thanks, buddy. Really, three? Come on, bud. I hit two, and nobody's talking about <laughs> yeah. me. Not one person has mentioned I, you, my I, name. We're going to talk about all of this stuff, but I got said to you this morning when we ran into each other, yeah. I said, how good was A.J. Pollock's bat flip on that second uh, home run? It, it, my favorite bat flip ever was the Tatis one, where he kind of mm-hmm. just has the finger out to the mm-hmm. side like, what? But Pollock was, he when he did it, the bat almost ended up standing on its end in the batter's box. It was just so dismissive. Like, do you know how hard I hit that ball? I loved everything about it Pollock there is something about when somebody just hits one it just stands for a quick second just to acknowledge it awesome and the feeling of no emotion on their face like yeah that's what I just freaking did that went 420 (laughs) 430 and watched it yeah (laughs) and stood here and enjoyed the view while it went into the, the the night of the sky it was it was fantastic look I'm not gonna lie I had a pretty good day yesterday I went and had a little pizza, had a couple of beers, watched the game with a friend. It was uh, the Dodgers feel, won. They scored 11 runs. It was a pretty good night. Now? Do you feel like responsible for, okay, now moving forward, there are certain things you have to do and people are depending <laughs> on it. I mean, you even yesterday, I thought yesterday, I think it was yesterday, you brought up potentially even shaving just the mustache. Just throw it out there just to see what the reaction might yeah. be. I was Look, I'm willing to do— People got heated. I'm willing to do whatever it takes for the Dodgers. I don't feel responsible. I don't feel obligated. What I am, I feel honored to be doing my small part. I feel honored to be able to appease the okay. gods right, in relax. whatever smart a, way there is. This isn't I, a I'm happy to do 60 it. minutes interview. Okay? No, I think that's what it is. I show so much respect to those you have before to me the gods. and those after no, me. Not, not, no, neither one of those things. Doing? But the the baseball gods like to be respected, like we've okay. talked about before. And and I got good pizza, had good beer, mm-hmm. had a good seat. Everything about that was a win last well, night. That's, that's what I mean about obligated. Because now, do you find yourself Saturday and Saturday, like you have to go well, back to the same pizza? We may place. have an issue. You have to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody pointed this out. I when right when I I put up the picture of the the mustache is. Four, what is it? Three and zero in elimination games. Dodgers yeah. have played four, but I didn't have the mustache for the wild card game. But three and zero in these elimination games. Gonna have it on Saturday when they play in Atlanta, and Max Scherzer goes to the mound. Yeah, and might have to have it for I, the Rams game. Well, no, I will have it for, but I'm not gonna be able to go to the pizza place. That I have to do the Rams game. There is no opportunity to get to the pizza place. I'm tomorrow. I'm going to have the mustache, I'm going to go to the pizza place, and I'm going to watch the game, but Sunday is a problem. Text Amanda real quick. Just tell her I have situation. mustache superstitions that say, need hey, to be listen, observed. Um, Rams are going to be fine, but I have to uh, look out for the Dodgers. Oh, my goodness. What a, what a night. Have? 17. 17. That's quite a few. That's more than they had in game hits. one, game two, game three, game four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot more than they had in game two, three, and and four. It's kind of it's kind of funny. Yesterday, 
the way the game started, and you and I kind of talked a little bit about this, the way the game started, you would have thought for a quick second there, hey, this might be a battle, back and forth battle. Braves go up two to nothing. Mm-hmm. Then Dodgers come back the next inning or that same inning, go up three to two, and you're like, hey, we, we might have a shootout here. Wasn't there was no game at all, and of course, most of that's from Chris Taylor. It was yeah, Chris Chris Taylor kind of took care of a lot of that stuff on his own. Uh, it, tra- Travis Lee's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All of the guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. You can be a part of the nation on the Dr Pepper call in line. We're going to want to take your calls today for sure to talk about the Dodgers staving off elimination. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr Pepper. College football's back, so are the fans. So return to glory with Fansville by Dr Pepper, the one fans deserve. All right, let's start with this. Chris Taylor's night was amazing. AJ Pollock's night was amazing. Yep. Trey Turner had three hits. Three, yep. Albert Pools had a couple of hits. Mm-hmm. Cody Bellinger had three hits. They hit. We spent so. What about Urias coming out of the pen? What about Scherzer on short rest? What's wrong with Walker Bueller? Who's going to be the opener? Who's going to? Yeah, 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 yeah. They finally swung the bats. Mm-hmm. If they're going to win this series, and I know everybody's like, oh, we got Max Scherzer and Walker Bueller lined up. That's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. You're going to need to hit. Those guys, are, you're not going to win those games two to one. You're, you're just, it just feels very unlikely that those are two to one games. You're going to win games the way you, you don't need to get eleven, but you need to get six or seven to win these games. And seeing that Dodger offense in full full you know full spectrum yesterday just led you to believe just how bad they were offensively through the first four games of that series because one guy after the next hit 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 they need to find a way to keep that train moving so it's not uncommon this is actually part of the way the Dodgers played all season right so I don't think yesterday was they have games like that where they can put up seven runs look 11 is you know obviously that's extreme 17 hits that's extreme but they've had games just use the series against the Giants Against San Francisco, they had a game where they put up nine. Mm-hmm. They had another game they put up seven. Mm-hmm. Two of those games, they put up zero. And then the fifth game, they won two to one, right? <laughs> Correct. Two to one. There's something to what you're saying. It, it doesn't have to be this, you need ten runs to win a game, but you can't have two and expect to win. No. You can't have three You and need to be around to five or six and then see what happens. By the way, you know, if, if there's any indication on this too, you're starting pitching – we talked a little bit about this yesterday, how Julio just looked like his guest. I mean, the, their bullpen games have actually looks like they've been more productive than these starters that they've because had. Because people aces. understand their roles. Okay. They know what they're doing before the game starts. But even aside from roles, I think Scherzer and Bueller, if if I if you'd have told me two months ago, you need to go on a two game winning streak mm-hmm. and you have Scherzer and you have Bueller, you would say, no question about it. Yeah, that's we'll take that's we'll take that for. chance. Yep, yeah. I'll, I'll take I'll take my chance on that one. But I think it's kind of a combination of what you what you said. If you get five innings from Scherzer on Saturday and he gives up two runs, it's a good game. That's kind of where we are at this stage no of the season. There is no more no seven innings, nine strikeouts, no. um, and you only give up. If a you run. get it, great, but you can't count on it. Can't expect you, it. You can't expect it. Did I? If you gave. Dave Roberts, the proverbial truth serum dart in the neck, and yep. said, how many innings, would you take five innings from Max Scherzer with two runs? The answer is yes. If you're telling me I can get through five innings, only use one guy and get two runs on the board for the other guys, I'll take it. And you I, got a bullpen that's playing as well as they are. You kind of set yourself up from there. I'm with you. Uh, you. You do take it. Also, you have a Braves lineup that can wake up at any moment as well. They did it um, a couple nights ago against the Dodgers. What would they put up? nine or ten or nine. whatever they had nine runs nine. so I, I think that that combination is a perfect combination you're describing and I know that's us looking more forward but if they're going to win the series the blueprint of yesterday was you had good pitching but you had better hitting 
and and you don't need eleven, but you need five. The pitching was almost perfect. Yeah, it really was just short of perfect. That the Dodger bullpen put together eight and a third scoreless innings. They walked none, zero base mm. on balls, mm. only three hits. They struck out nine guys. Okay, the, all the, that damage came in one inning, and that was it. on a guy that was hurt. You know, Freddie right. Freeman hits a home run off, off of Joe Kelly. Kelly. Yep. Joe Kelly leaves the game shortly thereafter. He has a bicep strain, and he's done for the the remainder of the postseason, which let's stop right there. That's a huge problem. Mm. This is – I know I don't want to throw cold water on what happened last night. And no, it was but a you're great thinking night. big picture. I, I want them to win the World Series. Sure. I want them to get to the World Series. I, I need them to win Game 6 and Game 7. We'll worry about Game 6 next. W Joe Kelly has gotten – Big outs for this team all season long, mm -hmm. and in particular, big outs in September and October. He's been really good. They're going to miss him. That 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 seventh inning where he hands it to Trinan, who hands it to Jansen, and it's bam, bam, bam. He's gone. That's a that that is a very big problem that just kind of got lost in the shuffle last night because they scored so many runs. Um, in order, right? First it was Kershaw, then it was Muncie, then it was Justin Turner a couple days ago, mm -hmm. and now Joe Kelly. You have four you know critical pieces now th no this question. is this is one thing about the Dodgers um not many teams can go through what they've lost and still be okay when I say okay it's not ideal Trav there's five guys you can name off in that bullpen that have been great great in this okay in, can I in, stop you right there in this playoffs it, 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 that that's true but it's only half the story Everybody coming out of that bullpen has yep. been somewhere between pretty good mm -hmm. and extraordinary mm -hmm. so far. There really isn't a – hey, staying away from that guy. Gonsolin's the one guy that you hope to not see come in the game he, because he's he has not been effective. He, he gets hit. And and that's the guy – the rest of them from Knable. Look, Phillips again last night. This guy pitched seven games for them this season, and he was the guy that kind of – was the backstop in Game 3 that let the Dodgers climb back into it. He ate up a bunch of outs along the way. And then last night, that guy was in the game in the first inning. They're behind 2 to nothing, yeah. and he comes in to for an injury replacement. You talk about an impossible. He gets one pitch, gets out of the inning, goes out the next inning, gets three guys in a row. That's an extraordinary performance by somebody who even diehard, diehard Dodger fans – probably don't even know he's on the team hmm. that guy gave you that performance so you got everybody in the bullpen ready to go and have been incredibly successful you got bats I mean I just use this teams cannot recover if they had this many injuries to keep players like this probably can't recover if there's one team who can Dodgers have enough I'm not telling you it's ideal but they do have enough there's enough there to win this series and, and this is going to be arguably one of the biggest differences from last season to this year and you could tell me how much you think this weighs into it. Atlanta's got two games in Atlanta, right? So now you go to Atlanta where that crowd's going to be ready to go. Um, I think that will obviously have an impact. Just as Dodger Stadium had an impact on the Dodgers, um, if you're the Braves right now and you lost 2-3 or three in L.A., you're up 3-2. Scherzer's going. Bueller's going. How do you think they feel? Bueller and Scherzer or the Dodgers? The Braves. <laughs> oh, I I think. How do you well, think they feel? Well, just you know what? I'm, I'm going to let I'm going to let Freddie Freeman answer that question because he was basically yeah. asked what you just said. It's going to be the narrative. It seems because every day it's brought up the last couple of days. So I don't think we have a choice until we kill that narrative. Um, we're up three two and we're going home. Uh, it's a great position to be in. I think that's probably what he thinks. I think that's probably what they're telling themselves. I think. How do you think they feel? I think they feel like do not let them get to a game seven. Yeah. I think they're probably thinking, you know what, we're okay. 
They their bats finally woke up. You weren't going to shut the Dodgers down every single game. They finally woke Take up. Take two little or three bit. in L.A. Take and close two. it out. How, that, that's that's a tall task, right we, there. We we we're fine, mm-hmm. but we need to win on Saturday yeah. because all of a sudden you. you're not so fine going into Sunday. I agree with you that the you know Saturday's game. Um, I know this sounds very simple, but uh, Trav, if the Dodgers can force a game seven. You got Scherzer on the mound. Mm-hmm. You can just force a game seven. You know this more than anybody else. Anyone can win one game. Sure. Anyone. Sure. And if you've lost two in a row and the pressure and the thought, you know, we, we were talking about what happened last season 3-1 ha- should not have an effect It this has year. nothing to do with it. But I'll tell you when it could have an effect. If you're tied 3-3 and you're in a game <laughs> seven, you are thinking of get, uh, of what happened last season. But you're at home, again? you're in front of your own fans. But that means you would have lost a, a game I, to get I, to game I, seven. I understand that, it, look, it's not ideal, but last year's bubble, and throw the NBA in this for as well, those are like time capsule seasons. They, they don't connect to anything else. They're entirely unique circumstances where there were bubbles and they played in neutral courts. They're played in front of either no fans or limited fans that going home to, if had they blown a 3-1 lead last year in Atlanta, then I think the, the connections are all over the place. Yeah. But they were playing in in Dallas, for God's sakes, mm-hmm. it was home to it was home for neither one of these teams. I think that right now they're thinking, "Look, we've beat this team three times. They've only beat us. Twice. We're, we're fine. Freddie Freeman's hot. Rosario is hitting ten thousand. Yeah, our, yeah. Our, we're, we're okay. Ooh, we need to win on Saturday yeah. because I really don't want it to go to Sunday. I, I think there's something to that. By the way, if you want to be a part of the show, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Uh, we'll take a ton of Dodger calls. You want to react to yesterday's game. You want to react to this upcoming Game 6 tomorrow. All that we can do, 877-710-ESPN. And now I want to talk about a player in the game last night that I think was incredibly important and somebody whose name we have not said hardly at all so far uh, this entire postseason. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So, Al, there's an important piece of business that we Station. need to get to. Remember that? <laughs> Summer? I thought I got a little bit of that. Like, get, I thought you gave us a little bit of it, and it made me think. And a little bit of yo. Summer Station. You get a little yo occasionally. It's actually very disappointing that we're so, summer's the, so behind it's us. It's not the summer anymore. For... It's the fa. <laughs> the autumn. Uh, something. I, I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't quite roll off the tongue quite like uh, summer. This is important. Um, yeah. Yesterday... Mm-hmm. Emily told the story about going um, out to watch the game and having uh, 11 something to eat. Whatever liquor they had, she had. It was just she mixed them all together and she had a headache the next day. And I respect her more because of it. I'm, I'm impressed with her resiliency. But we had the chili dog conversation, right? And I thought you were going to say the uh, buffet. No, but and she alcohol buffet. Who that? No, she, I told you to stop talking about that. I lined that. up investors. <laughs> good. Well, good. You have a seat. You're I, a board of directors. I have intellectual. I have IP issues in this because I seized on it immediately. I want to do that, but she was saying that the chili dog that she ate kind of fell apart, and she had to eat it with a knife and fork. 
This is the most important tweet we're going to read today. Please explain to the group, Trav, the difference between a chili dog and a hot dog with chili. A chili dog is eaten with a knife and fork. A hot dog with chili is a hot dog with some chili on it. Big difference. That you can spend a hundred years. Your world. Yeah, that's you're not your world. you're not I, doing I a better job with that because a chili dog, if we're doing it right, has so much chili. You never. It's a, would you eat a bowl of chili with your hands? Of course not. You would use a, a spoon, right? So if you have a, a a hot dog floating in your bowl of chili, which is the correct way to do a chili dog, you don't pick it up with your hands. This is this is great advice. If you just have a little squiggle of chili like you would mustard or or onions or whatever, that's not a chili dog. That's a hot dog with chili. There's certain things, there's certain areas, uh, expertise that I don't know how much I can offer on something like that. I feel like that is. Well, I just, Emily did it right. She ate it with a, a fork and knife, and that's how you it's do like it. Talking to a mechanic about a car. I'm like, I, I don't know. Your flugel blinders are, are uh, busted. <laughs> are they? Yeah. Uh, how? All of them? Yep, all of them. Oh, okay. You don't call a. Let's put uh, 2400 on the credit card, and we'll call it even. <laughs> Sounds good. Can I not? Yeah, they're both both flugel blinders are busted. Yeah, they are. You don't call a dog with mustard and ketchup a mustard and ketchup dog. You can just call it a hot dog. It's called it's a the hot same dog. thing. You, like if it's not the dominant part of the hot dog, then you know it's got to be the actual hot dog with whatever else. Knife and fork is the correct. If 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 you can eat your air quotes chili dog without a knife and fork, it's a hot dog with chili. Just that we've gotten that cleared up. All right. Uh Big home runs from Chris Taylor. Yep. Big home runs from AJ, AJ Pollock, Pollock yep. and and good on them. Five home runs is going to win you a whole bunch of games. Hits. Unbelievable. Albert Pujols brought something to that game last night mm. that did not exist prior to his appearance in that lineup. First of all, he got four at bats, which who had that coming? Sure. Right. Usually it's all right. He's going to stay in until Freed's out, but he stayed in the whole way basically. He didn't hit the ball hard once. Not one time did Albert Pujols square up a ball and get a base hit. Mm -hmm. But he got two hits because he knows what he's doing. He got two hits because he knows how to work a pitcher. Mm -hmm. He got two hits because he's like, I'm not swinging at that one. That's your pitch. You can have that one. Get, throw another one. Throw, oh, this one I can do something with. This one I can flip into right field. This one I can float over in the left field for a soft base hit. His professionalism is a hitter mm. his ability to i'm his not knowledge gonna, his experiences i'm not gonna do what you want me to do mm -hmm. i'm gonna do what i'm doing this do. for 20 years right well, exactly mm -hmm. right and all these other dodger guys leading up until yesterday mm. are from their heels so, trey turner who's a great hitter don't get me wrong trey turner's a great hitter who got going last night he was swinging they could have rolled it up there mm. and he would be swinging at it i can get that here give me the nine iron i'm gonna see if i can hit that one mm. albert's like no nah, I'm gonna spit on that one. Nope, I'll wait on that one. Nope, oh, there it is. Bloop. Little. He's not hitting the ball over the scoreboard. He's getting base hits. He's putting pressure on the pitchers. He's giving the guys behind him, Chris Taylor, for instance, yeah. an opportunity to score runs with one swing because he's on base. It was such a transcendent. That's a good observation. At the and not one ball was hit hard out. I I couldn't have loved it more. But th that observation is. You think Pujols had an effect on some of these other guys. You think he had an effect on the lineup, and, and it, he didn't have to have the three home runs. He didn't have to have the two home runs. What he did was, you know, obviously affected some of these other players. Here's a question that comes in. What do you do tomorrow? What do you do tomorrow with that lineup? Well, Ian Anderson's pitching, who's a right-hander, yep. so you probably don't have Albert Pujols yep. in the lineup. You, you Cody Bellinger's back in the lineup. But that's that the question I was asking because when we were talking yesterday, I don't think – Neither you or I talked about Pulis being there. We said Gavin Lux, Cody Bellinger, 
Pollock, Chris Taylor. That's how you would kind of figure out filling Probably. in for Justin Turner. But because Turner it was freed, because you had a left-hander, Pujols is so in the Pujols mix too. tomorrow. Probably, Probably not. not. Probably not. But here's the thing, and this is the Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. If Albert Pujols can flip one in the left field, then so can Trey Turner. So Cody Bellinger can shorten up a little bit. Corey Seager can shorten up a little bit. All these other guys can shorten up just a touch because Albert Pujols, who has 679 career major league home runs, yeah. if he's thinking, you know what, a base hit here is a pretty good idea, then it's probably a pretty good idea. Why don't we work this at bat? And, and look, Dodgers got a bunch of two-out hits or two-strike hits last night. The Dodgers were aggressive in their at-bats, but the approach seemed far different to me, and I can't help but think that Albert had something to do Chris with that. Chris Taylor had, you know, a quote yesterday after the game and I, this is probably perfect baseball talk when you try to hit a home run yeah. you usually don't hit a home it happened run. happened by accident and, and he, you know he said that he, he was more selective kind of showing to swing a little bit which opened things up for him right and I, I think what you're referring to a lot of these times and it seems like these Dodger players at least in the series against Atlanta why are you swinging for the fences you don't need to swing for the fences because right behind you is another good player and then right behind him is another good player the, the, eventually home runs are going to happen. Gonna you yeah. Okay, let's say a home run doesn't come. A double might come, and you might score three, four runs in an inning, and you don't hit a home run. So I think that was uh, I think that was interesting, Chris Taylor saying. The guy that jacked three of them yesterday was like, yeah, I wasn't trying to hit a home run. Did he? Swing and a high fly ball. Left field, way back, and you can't forget it. Chris Taylor unloads. Swing and a ball drilled center field. Duvall back. Turning, looking, out of here! Chris Taylor having a night! Swing and a high fly ball out towards left center field. On its way! He's done it again! Third homer of the night for Chris Taylor! And I get it that he's a pretty even-keeled guy. He's not a, a hype guy typically, yeah. but I would think coming down off of that night, getting ready to go again, is real difficult. Real three home run, four hit night, drive in six runs. You're just your head is spinning, and now hey, try to shoot one through the right side. It's got to be pretty hard. How about his last at bat? Everybody's standing up, getting a standing go. Is he, is this going to get four? It's going to get four home runs. I loved it. And then he ends up striking up. But how funny was this in his post game? He's very uncomfortable in that in that light. It's you know what I mean? Very <laughs> uncomfortable. Yes, he was. Even the uh, the standing go that he got, it was like uh, one sheepish. step, two step, real quick. Okay, sheepish. I'm out. I'm gone. Well, he's Chris Taylor. He's Albert Pujols and Clayton Kershaw and these guys, Mookie Betts. They've taken curtain calls. They like have a move that they do. Like, what, 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 but, just take off my hat and I look at him like, what, what do I do? It's not about, hey, I've done this before. <laughs> I've been in this situation. He's not comfortable with it, and that makes you like him even more. You know what I mean? Like uh, somebody that's not looking, like more. <laughs> somebody that's not looking for the, uh, you know, certainly not looking for the praise. But no, he he wasn't. He it. It, it certainly went his way. Let's try a phone call here on the Dr Pepper call in line, Los Angeles and King. King, you're on with Travis and Sliwa. What's up, King? What's going on, Trav? Trav, let me be brutally honest with you, man. Okay. This series is this series is over, bro. This series is done. The Dodgers bats woke up last night. Had those bats been alive in game one and game two, that series ends last night. So I don't care what Max Free thinks, what Freddie Freeman thinks, this series is over. Those bats will be alive in Atlanta, and it's a wrap. 
I hope you're right, King. I, 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 I would love for what you're telling us to be the absolute gospel truth. Uh, I think it's going to be a battle. I, 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 do too. I don't think it's a walk in the park or anything like that. I mean, I think Atlanta has also proven and shown they can put up five, six runs uh, any given night. Look, here's what's happened. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers were dead in the water. Cody Bellinger hits a home run, and you thought, ah, there it is. It woke everything up. Yep. They turned around the next day, and they were flat as a Nothing. pancake. Now, they were flat as a pancake. They come back the next day. They get 17 hits. I think the point of all of this is anything can happen. Any I have night. no idea what's yeah. going to happen. I think you put your team in a position to give yourself the best possible chance, and then you cross your fingers and hope that your guys come through. Because here, here, here's what's happened, right? Think about this. This is how awesome slash stupid baseball is. Cody Bellinger was the worst player in the National League for six months. He was. I, I, I don't take any pleasure in that, but he was. He was batting a buck fifty for almost the entire season. Cody Bellinger can't make an out right now. He's hitting everything. He hit a home run that may have saved their season. Mm-hmm. He hit a double with the bases loaded against the Giants that was a rocket. He got three more hits last night. Don't tell me that. Oh, it's happening. Nobody knows anything. He hit a buck fifty for six months, and now no one can get him out. Go figure it out, because I can't. I, I it's funny when I hear King say that. And by the way, if you're a Dodger fan, you know you should be excited this morning. Sure. By the way, yesterday in the morning, you were feeling a certain way. That's how quick things hey. change, right? I mean, just think about the last. And we should do this. We should reflect on what these last. 30 to 60 days have looked like for the Dodgers because this is not like any other normal season. The ups, the downs, the every game matters. We could do some of that uh, coming back. We'll do that coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Look, there's no bad way to eat chili. There's great ways to do it. For instance, uh, on Twitter, Jason C. Levine writes, burgers are superior in this instance. You have the chili burger, you pick it up and eat it, versus the chili size, weird name, knife and fork it. Yeah, it may may run into Adele, may not. We'll see what happens. See what happens tonight. The chili size is perhaps one of the greatest underrated diner meals of all time. Do you know what that is? Adele, just a second. I got to do halftime. Maybe we'll catch up in the third quarter. It's a bowl of chili. With a hamburger cut in half and opened up in the middle of it, but only one bun. And it's got cheese and onions on it. It's it's a bowl of chili with a hamburger floating in it. But they call it the chili size. It's awesome. Del, let me know if you got another, you know, a couple songs you haven't released yet. <laughs> Don't forget, you can see the Love Kings. Love to take a listen to them at the end of the third quarter. <laughs> and the Stars tonight, 5.30 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. It's the NHL on ESPN+, Plus all season long. Uh, we had Anze Kopitar on the show yeah. yesterday, and you can, of course, go see that on or listen to that on the uh, Travis Lee podcast. Yeah, you did say, this kind of weird to me, you said that uh, you've seen Kopitar in action over 16 years. You get a... If you were goalie, he's not getting one past you. That's what you told me. <laughs> and you waited till Can he you hung skate? up. Can you skate? I'm arguably one of the best. At- <laughs> no, I know you're doing a deal. Can't if I said to you, "Here's some skates. I need you to skate what? from here to there." Could right. you do it? Right, right. 
Like the question. Yeah. Like just, I'm not saying you got to look like Dorothy listen, Hamill. Listen. I'm saying can you get from one side of the ice to the other? Here is, as you ask the question, what do you think the answer is? I, I, I would think you probably can. This is how I would skate. I would <laughs> get on my knees and uh-huh. just crawl over there to just play it safe. That's how I would do it. So I would get from here to there. By crawling, are you? Uh, can you skate? I can skate in the sense that I, if you took me to a uh, rink, yep. I could go around in a circle with everybody. I'd look ridiculous, but mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can skate. But I can't skate well. But I can, I can stand up that's, on skates. Not, I cannot skate, and I've gone on many like can't group outings with my not friends good. where not they good. make me skate, and it's the most miserable experience ever. It's hard. Now, if I take, you know, if I, if I, a few drinks in or something along those lines, all of a sudden I'm going to think we, in my head. <laughs> we went on a, a double date when we were in college, mm-hmm. myself and my now wife, mm-hmm. and one of my best friends from high school, and a girl that he had just met. And the four of us go on a double date. We go ice skating at yeah. the Pasadena Civic Center. There's an ice rink, right? His poor day. I think her name was Tori. What's up, Tori? I'm sure she's a big fan of Travis and Slee. Tori. She broke her leg ice skating. Oh, my. Ambulance onto the ice to come and get her. She broke her leg. And Susan and I are like, okay. So you're going to go to the ER. Is it cool if we just like go to the movies for like, we'll, we'll catch you guys later? Yeah, here's the problem. Here's is she problem. still with the guy she was with the date Nope, that no, didn't work not. out. Are you kidding me? But why, how is he not, you know, making sure, hey, you good with doing this? I Well, the, I, I'm, this was 25 years ago. It's been a long time. But I think she said, no, I can skate. And I think she just got messed up and she broke her leg. Not not great. So be That's careful an out awful, there. Awful <laughs> I've story. totally forgotten about it until just now. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. You said something, Al, this morning that I thought was really cool. That because the schedule in the postseason has been so bam, frantic, bam, 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 wild card game into the Giant series yeah. goes five games, win it on a check swing, go to the next round. Here we are. We're getting game six. That just how we got here is extraordinary. And let's go all the way back, and I don't know the exact day, but Dodgers are playing a day game after a night game in Colorado. And it was the Colorado night game the day before where Walker Bueller got tagged. Mm-hmm. And I came in here and said, hey, guys, this it's time to start recalibrating what you need to get done, start resting guys. And then the next day, Max Scherzer goes out there and he gets tagged. Mm-hmm. But the Dodgers come back and win. And while all of this is happening, the Padres and the Giants are playing a game down in San Same Diego. Time. Both, it's both going them, back and forth. So both of them were day games. And I want to set up set it up a little bit because you kept reaching out to me and um, kind of giving me a play-by-play of it, even though I was listening to the game. I was out <laughs> driving around. But it, this is what was fascinating about it. That game was going to do one of two things. If you lost that game and the Giants won, you're up three. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much over. Yeah. But and there were plenty of times that you thought at one point the Giants had a lead, at one point the Dodgers were down, and then all of a sudden, pretty much at the same exact time, everything flipped. It flip flops. <laughs> so San Francisco ends up losing. Dodgers end up winning the game, and then it became becomes a one game deficit in the NL West. We forget like that was <laughs> a month ago. Three years ago. Like it <laughs> yeah, feels like it was three years ago. And since that moment, Every single game after that, you're watching, what are the Giants doing? Yes. What are the Dodgers doing? What are the Giants doing? What are the Dodgers doing? All the way up until game 162. The reason why I bring that up is, and I know we got some, let's reflect for a quick second. How the hell did we get here? We got here because the Dodgers weren't able to catch the Giants, Mm -hmm. which I told you they weren't going to. They didn't do it. They go into the wild card game. We go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Swing and a drive. Left field. On its way. Gone. Chris Taylor walks it off. 
He sprints around the bases. And the Dodgers are heading to the division series. In the last two weeks, mm-hmm. Chris Taylor, just Chris Taylor, yep. has hit four home runs in elimination games in two weeks. <laughs> just Chris Taylor. That's how stupid this thing is. And that, of course, takes you to the series against the Giants. Yep. Back and forth, back and forth. Win one, lose one. Win one, lose one. Win two more along the way. And it ends with Max Scherzer, who has zero career saves, coming in to do this. Giants are down to their last out. Wilmer Flores, no balls, two strikes. And Flores, did he go? He did! And the game ends! A swinging strike three! That feels like it happened in 1964. That I think Juan Marichal was on deck and mm-hmm. Barry Bonds was getting ready to face Don Sutton. <laughs> it just it just feels like a million years yep. ago. It's about a week ago. Mm-hmm. About a week ago, this happened three days ago. Swing and a drive, deep right field. That one back, and we are tied. That Cody Bellinger home run feels like it happened a million years ago. And that, we still got game six tomorrow. That's what's so crazy. That's why I was kind of, you know, thinking about this. I'm like, think about what the hell's happened over the last two, three weeks or so. Think about what happened over this course of the last, uh, you know, couple of weeks for the Dodgers. And with all that being said, listen, their back's up against the wall. They had to win a one-game wild card to survive. They had to win two in a row against San Francisco to survive. They had to win yesterday to survive. Now they have to win two more over the weekend to survive. They got to win one. I'm I'm going to sound like a coach. No, no, no. Never ever hear me say this. They got to win win tomorrow. That's all they have to do. They need to win tomorrow, and then whatever happens after that happens after that. But Sunday does not exist when we're getting ready for Saturday. You know what exists, right? Ton of Taylor. Nope. It's a Friday. It's an Ask Slee Day. NFL pickums. Look, I'm a big believer in telling people when Factor they've done cap. a good job. The people have done a good job on yeah. Ask Slee. That's right. coming up. A lot of traffic-related questions today, so so get ready for those. That's next. Draven Slee, 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so we're going to get to Ask Slee for sure, but there is uh, something that I need to make sure that you remind me to do later. Yeah. Taylor has some weird hometown cinnamon roll chili thing that we need to get into at some point. Taylor, yeah. we will give you the floor in a few minutes because <laughs> yeah, that sounds very interesting there. Yeah. Interesting. That is, combination. Yeah, that's not something that I think I need to try, but I'm, I'm, I'm open-minded. Okay. We'll see. All right, Jacob goes first. I told you there's a lot of uh, traffic-related Ask Slees. Yep. You're just a little late getting on the road, and you're stuck at a red light that doesn't know you're there. There's no other traffic. How long do you wait? It's a great question. This happens. This definitely happens uh, specifically Lake, and I forget the uh, street in uh, Pasadena. Oh, no, you're looking. You're taking a look. Um, I do the whole kind of creep up forward to see if that triggers something you ever back up then i find myself coming backwards because maybe somebody needs to walk across and i cover the whole crosswalk i give it a solid 15 20 seconds before you run the red light you got to do what you got to do sometimes (laughs) i totally agree you got to do what you got to do sometimes well sometimes there's a clear path you can see there's nobody i'm not putting anybody at risk 
do you try to talk your way out of the ticket when you get pulled over? Like, hey, come on, man. There's nobody around here. I've been waiting Actually, here a good I, 10 I got, seconds. I got pulled over got for a ticket maybe six months ago, and I haven't got pulled over in a really long time. You know what my response was? Mm. Yeah, you got me, bud. Like, there's nothing I can do here. <laughs> License, <laughs> registration. Let's the insurance call it a day. Let's keep, uh, let's keep this thing moving. All right. Eric Ang writes, after a Laker game, when another traffic one, yeah, when it's literally bumper-to-bumper bumper traffic on the 110, is slow. <laughs> Is Slee a honk the horn unnecessarily as if it will make the cars disappear guy or raise both hands and yell, oh, come on, as if this traffic is a surprise guy? Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something. There are – actually, Trev, you probably fall along uh, – you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If you think leaving the station or L.A. Live at 11 p.m. at night or 11.30 is just a straight shot home. No, it's not. It's not. No, it never is construction's coming out the cones are lined up hey we're all merging to one lane is happening all that stuff happens between those hours to like 3 4 a.m are you a honker though i'm 100 percent the guy that throws my hands up in the air that's What's like going on? on what the hell's going it's 11 30 at night where are these to, people going to look over the side as if <laughs> like that. you're gonna see what you happening. pull you pull the car over yeah, like let me bit. see what's going i'll figure this out a little right uh, <laughs> Clearly, the people in front of me don't know what's going on. <laughs> the, the traffic jam's 80 cars long. You're like, let me see what's going on. I'm sure that I can figure this out. Well, you know, the most frustrating the part is when you get through it and there was nothing. <laughs> yeah, just I'm like, really? Yeah. That's, that's what we did? A lot of people going the or same place. Or it was something on the other side of the freeway and everyone just wanted to freaking watch like they were tailgating. <laughs> now that the temperature is dropping, this is from Jason Levine, ask Slee how he handles L.A. cold. Do you bundle up in a puffy jacket or matching sweaters with Lady Slee? <laughs> or do you stubbornly... <laughs> Do you stubbornly refuse to acknowledge the 10-degree drop in temperature and dress as if it's the endless summer? All right. It's a good one. That's not bad there. Uh, definitely there's nothing matching. I wear you, the same. You I don't saw, coordinate outfits with yeah, Lady Slee? That's God bless America. No, I do not. I do not. Um, I wear the same, the same sweater. I got like a rotation of two, three sweaters. <laughs> got a jacket that's sitting there. That's good enough. So I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to be too creative. I'm not going out and saying winter is coming. Oh, I'm but, changing all my gear. Okay, and but this is in season. When it's 58 degrees at two o'clock in the afternoon, are you yeah. wearing shorts? Like this is L.A., man. No. We wear shorts. No, I'll wear jeans and a jacket. <laughs> you know. I kind of like you being an endless summer guy. I think even if it's not true, that's how I'm going to visualize being it. More endless summer. I can I'm, see you flip flops in December yes, with shorts, not walking to, around. Half right, flip flops in December, walking around. But I'm going to have my pants on. I just I'm a flip flop person. I, I I like my flip flops. All right, what is the best nugget shape? Bell, ball, bone, or boot? <laughs> I don't know why they're all be words but they do come in a variety like my kids still they're all like either teenagers or adults they still like the chicken dinos that are shaped like the tyrannosaurus rexes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I favorite here I, I don't know if i have one yeah well see the ones that are shaped like it looks like a bag of money. If you, it's supposed to look like a chicken leg, but it actually looks like an old timey bank robber bag of money where it's got the dollar sign on it. I'm gonna run with your answer on this one. <laughs> Those are pretty good because they have a little handle that you can dip in whatever it is you want to dip it into. When's the last time you've gone? And maybe there's something you've done recently. Have you gone to McDonald's and say I'll take a ten piece, twenty piece? And it's not my the yeah, McNuggets are not my either. McDonald's order. Once I go to I McDonald's frequently, out, but not for I, those. Once I found out how. 
I don't want to know what's in uh, any of this if stuff. You're singing my song. I don't just. I'm much better off not knowing anything. It's all I eat at McDonald's. I only eat McDonald's. Do you know? Of course I know, but they taste good. I can't know. Yeah, I I don't want to know. know. Yeah, I that just, one takes me. I go I'm, right. I'm going cheeseburger, just classic McDoubles at McDonald's. I'm not going with the uh, nuggets. That's they. The shape is weird. Here's the shape the is off putting to me. Here's the thing: they are good. No, they're, they they're taste fine, good. but they just I can't get past the understanding of some of that yeah. stuff. That's a it's yeah. a tough one for me. Truff, tr- ooh, Iman. Oh yeah, I'm, forgive me, Iman. I'm going to screw up this name. I'm just going to say Iman. Iman says uh, truffle fries or garlic pr- parmesan fries. Garlic. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of. You're kind of be carrying that around with you for a while. That's okay. I I, <laughs> I, I think I told this story before. At uh, back in the days when uh, the Chargers used to play at Qualcomm Stadium in San Diego, California. I don't uh-huh. know if you remember that. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, they used to be located down in San Diego. Um, they used to do. Well, they used to do garlic fries. The garlic parmesan fries, and you would think, and it was a popular item at the games. And here you are at a football game. You know, everybody's just kind of doing what they're doing. Everybody going nuts, going crazy. Environments. And there you are, just eating garlic <laughs> fries. People asking, "Can I have one?" I mean, it, it's kind of a funny thing, but that is a incredibly popular item. When you walk into the ballpark up in San Francisco, whatever it's called, I think it's oh, yeah. Oracle Park. That's now right. it's the only thing you smell, and they're really good. And then you get a couple of cold beers on top of that. Football it's or baseball? The uh, baseball. It's yeah, it that's Oracle Park. that's that's the one that just yeah. I'll, I'll take two helmets full of that, yeah. please. It's yeah. pretty. It's a pretty good deal.